Hello there, and welcome to the Actualized Self, where in each episode, we highlight world-class creators and solopreneurs who have created small businesses to learn how they started, along with the tools, habits, and routines they employ to grow and monetize their audience. We have an awesome episode again for you today, so stick around. Man, but um, I'm pumped. To, I'm pumped to dive in. You've got this like fascinating background. You're doing stunts in movies. You're doing live coaching right now, like, and that probably doesn't even encompass it, yep. right? You're doing awesome, some fascinating mindset stuff. But like, when somebody <laughs> asks you, like, you, who man. are you and what do you do? How do you how do you answer? Who am I and what do I do? So I have many different personalities. That's the whole idea of my identity shifting thing. Because we don't have just one mask that we all wear, right? We all, hmm. the, the Japanese, they say every person has three masks. And the first mask is the mask that you wear in front of the world. The one that you show to the hmm. public. The second mask is the one that you show to your close friends and family. But the third mask is the one that is the truest mask. Because you only show hmm. it to yourself. And so I have... I have multiple masks that I've consciously chosen to wear. Like right now I'm wearing the podcast mask, but I st <laughs> it's still a little bit of that genuine Brendan kind of thing. Right. Mm. So uh, uh, a whole thing that I talk about is like identity shifting. That's my whole, my whole solidity. Sorry, my whole foundation of what I coach. Right. Because mm. from my background, what I learned very quickly was that, you need to empathize with the character that you're trying to portray because mm. true acting is not acting. It's not acting. It's not fake. It's, it's you actually become that character and you're not faking anything. It's really coming through you. And so mm. all the greatest actors like Robert De Niro, uh, Marlon Brando, Meryl Streep, they, and Daniel Day-Lewis, they all have that quality where they're not faking. It's not like, it's not like to be or not to be. It's, it's like actually like, to be or not to be like everyone has their own thing right so mm. that's what true acting is and that's what i'm teaching my clients how to level up and and how to get to that best version of themselves so for me i created my own character the whole idea is mavericks so that's the best version of me in certain positions that i want to show mm. to the world so i i constantly show up as that character so I don't know if that truly answers your question, but I'm kind of like that went is, on a tangent. That is <laughs> so cool, man. That is so so cool. Say more about it, about this character you created. Like how did how did it come to be? Where'd you tap into this? Like when did you? I, I want to know the whole backstory about how you landed landed here. Okay, okay. This is actually yeah, yeah it was actually very interesting because two years ago, oh, oh, oh almost almost three years now. Time flying like crazy. So. Beginning around February 2021, I was going through a phase where I just moved out of home for the first time to live by myself because I wanted to get out of the nest. I wanted to stop being babied. I wanted my grandma to stop cutting me fruit as much as I love the fruit. I, my grandma babied me. So something that you guys need to know is that I, I was the first born son in a Chinese family. Mm. So <laughs> that, that, uh, I don't know if you understand Chinese culture, but already like they value the men and the boys yes. too much. It's like a lot. 
it's 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 not healthy. And so, even before that, before I w- before I even came to existence through my dad's penile, my dad himself was the bo- the only guy as well in the whole family. Mm. He had six sisters. He was the only boy, and his father was taken away, was murdered when he was twelve during the Cambodian War of Pol Pot. So he he was really put on a pedestal as well. Mm. So when I came into this world, it was like he was kind of like the prince and I was like the prince's son. Mm-hmm. So I was babied like crazy and I, I loved it. <laughs> For the first yeah. like 15 years of my life, it was the best thing in the world. I got every single Game Boy, got every single po- Pokemon game, <laughs> every single basketball, like soccer ball, PlayStation, GameCube. Yeah, everything like i got everything i wanted and it was great like it was the best childhood I ever had but because of that there was no discipline and so mm. i really believe and i i really know in my heart that for men we need to really choose to become a man we can't we don't just become yes. men we don't just like oh yeah i'm a man today because i'm 18 years old no like we got to choose that path and consciously walk that hero's journey. And so yes. this around t- three years ago was the beginning of this hero's. Well, actually, no, the beginning of the hero's journey was like probably six years ago, but this was when I consciously chose, this is the character that I want to portray in this world. This is the energy that I want to put out. This is the value that I want to give. And so the name itself is a mixture of two, two words. So, the Mav, that first, the first bit, I actually got from Maverick mm-hmm. because I love that word. <laughs> I remember typing that word in, into Google and then I was like, oh, I really like that word. It just sounds cool. And then I typed in the word, like the definition to really find the actual etymology and all, all that. And it was talking about like how it's a, he's a pioneer, someone that does things outside of the norm. And sometimes he doesn't understand. People don't understand him, but he's always doing it no matter what, that kind of thing. And I was like, damn, I really resonate with that. I like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take, take that word. And then the, the other half of the word, the Rex, was actually when I pulled my childhood out of my soul. And I was like, what do I really connect with? What can I really do to connect with my inner child and actually be that inner child 24-7? And so I always love dinosaurs. Like dinosaurs, are my thing, man. <laughs> I love the Comsagnathuses, uh, the Brachiosauruses, the Stegosauruses, the Parasilophuses. <laughs> I love dinosaurs so much, man. I, that's the biggest thing, the thing that I nerd out about. And so obviously, I was I was a basic bitch. So Tyrannosaurus Rex was my favorite. <laughs> and love I, every shirt I had had a had a T Rex, right? So I took the word Rex. I was like, and for some reason, even when I was younger, it's funny when I'm telling this story because I'm learning more about myself. So I thank you, bro. Thank you, Mike. (laughs) So for some reason, I always, I've always loved dogs as well, right? And I always felt like I wanted to name my dog Rex. I don't know why. It just, the name appealed to me. It just sounded cool. So I was, I think I was thinking about that. And then I looked into the definition of Rex. And I realized that the word Rex meant king in Mm. Latin. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. (laughs) Because I had already seen myself 
I had always seen myself as a prince. And in a way, that was, it, was, it was good. But at that point, I saw myself as a prince as a bad thing. I saw it mm-hmm. as a negative. So I was like, wow, that word prince, like I'm, if I choose the word Rex, then I'm going to consciously walk into that kingship. I'm going to consciously find my queen. I'm going to consciously build my empire. So I was like, what? This is so powerful. This is no way that this is coincidence. And I truly don't believe in coincidences. Mm. And then that's when I looked into the, the etymology of my name, Brendan. And I, this is why I really believe it's so important. The names that we give our children, the names that we give ourselves, because words are so powerful. I really believe that words are yeah. the root of everything. They, we cast spells with words. That's why they call it spelling. It's magic. You can either cast black magic or white yes. magic. And so I looked into the name of Brendan and I was like, hmm, what is this? I typed it in Google and it's an Irish name. I think it was Irish or Scottish. I'm pretty sure it was Irish, mm-hmm. but it also means prince. Like, what Get the out of fuck? here. I was like, mind what? blown. I was like, how it's is that like, possible? I was like, perfect. how is that possible? Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Exactly. And I was like, what? This is, this is meant to be. This is exactly how it's meant to be. But this all happened when I went to go see the sunrise. Uh, I was in Sydney and there was this beautiful cliff face and you see the entire Pacific Ocean, right? And I'm mm. just sitting there in my car by myself. I'm like, what would be an amazing name? And the sun was like slowly coming up. I should have told this part before. <laughs> It's cool. But like, I've, I've, I've actually, I've actually been wanting to like share this story, but, um, I've been wanting to, to wait for the right time. Like, oh, one day I'm going to share this story, but I've been telling myself it's either one day or day one, man. That and, is and so to cool, add man. On that, one, just one last part. So I actually put those two words together and that's how I got Mavericks, right? But how it all solidified was crazy. I think it was two years ago or it was, a, it was just like, Last year, one of the, uh, the same year that Top Gun, the new, the new one came out. Such a good movie. So, so it was, it was not, it was not bad. It was, I like the first one better. Yeah, first but, um, one's better. When that, when the movie came out, the new movie came out, I was like, okay, I need to watch this because I call myself Maverick. I need to go watch this. But guess what? The exact same time that Maverick, sorry, Top Gun Maverick came out. Jurassic Park came out at the same time. I was like, what? This is God, man. I didn't choose this. This chose me, man. This song, this move, sorry, this name chose me. I did not choose this name, man. So after that, I was like, okay, this, this is what I'm going to hold on to for, for the rest of life. And probably the I'm going to make a new persona as well because I, I love... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It the intersection of all those different I, things, just, in terms of like the history of your name and your your grandfather's history and your father yeah. and how that worked with the movies, with like that is just like an, a crazy exactly. alignment of coincidence for you to sort of land it. And like, I'm so mm-hmm. curious, man. Like, what does this identity like do for you, right? So you've got real Brendan, right? And then you've got this, you know, sort of transformative thing that you're able to sort of step into when you need to. Um, you know, mm-hmm. step into your, your sort of your, your better self, as you were calling it, like, what's that identity mm-hmm. doing for you? So bef- before I, I jump into that, you actually mentioned my, my grandpa. I actually, I didn't say anything about my grandpa, but it's funny you mentioned that because it was crazy when I, so I got only got into acting around four and a half years ago, right? 
But it wasn't until like, I think a couple years prior or even like one year prior that I found out that my grandpa, my dad's dad, he owned the only movie cinema in all of the city in Cambodia. And I was like, it's it's just too perfect. It's too perfect. Yeah, that's insane. I can't write this shit up, man. That's God, bro. That's God. (laughs) I don't care if you're religious, if you're spiritual, if you're atheist. That is a synchronicity. That is God. That's almighty power that we have no control over. And that's mm-hmm. what I truly believe. But to answer your question about this whole Mavericks, Mavericks thing, what it does for me, I like to think of it this way. It's like Bruce Wayne has Batman. Clark Kent has Superman. Kobe Bryant has the Mamba, the Black Mamba. Mamba. So for me, I have Mavericks. Mamba mentality, right? So for me, I have Mavericks. So whenever I'm about to get like... A, get into every single set at the gym, like I go into that mode and I just mm. start to breathe. And then I start to breathe faster. I'm like, yes. And then by the time I'm like at that rate where I'm breathing so fast, my heart's like being out of my chest, my eyes are like there, I'm ready, I'm like ready to go. And I'm like in that character and I'm doing it already. So it really helps me to step into that mindset where it's like, this is all we have right now. This is all we have. And I want to go 100% into it. So. For me, it's it's there's a lot of energy when I when I'm in that space, right? So it's very it's mm. not sustainable <laughs> like all day. Yeah. But it is very important when I need to tap into it, like jump straight into it. I need to put that power. I need to pick up that weight or talk to that person in sales or go talk. Back then, like I have I have a beautiful partner now, but back then it would have to g me up to be like, I got this shit. I can go talk to her. I, I'm Mavericks, man. I'm not Brennan Schwartz. I walk in as Mavericks, and then that's when I walk in with the confidence. I'm like, hey, girl, how you doing? Like that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so powerful, man. I mean, there's like, that is such a mindset hack. And you're right. There's there's something about it is. when you it is. like, when you just walk different, right? Like when you just tell you, when you just walk mm-hmm. different, the world changes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, I don't understand like the why, but like when you, when you put your body in that sort of way, or you have a little bit of that swagger mm-hmm. or whatever it is, everything yep. changes and it's like it's one of those crazy it things does. that you've managed to sort of step into and like create a, a space and a place for you to sort of be like all right i gotta like up this level i gotta make this sale i gotta like yep. close this deal i gotta like put this exactly. rep in whatever and you've managed to just build that into exactly. your daily life that's yeah. exactly it, Su- super that's cool exactly man. It. and, and so, i try my best to stay in that as much as possible that is awesome. So you're you've been doing. Tell me, tell me about how you got involved with movies. Like, how'd you get into acting? You have this great Twitter post God, about dude. the first time <laughs> that you got a call back. Matt, I would love to you to talk talk about that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually a really, really funny story how I got into acting. So I was living in Sydney at the time, 2019, June 2019, and. So I've got Canadian citizenship, right? I've got Canadian citizenship. Mm-hmm. I've got Australian citizenship because my mom in Cambodia, both my parents are from Cambodia, but my mum, mm. after the, during the war, she flew to Cambodia. Sorry, she flew to Canada. My dad flew to Australia. So I got both. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Praise God. And so I'm, I've always had this affinity towards Canada and mid 2019, if you're, if you guys follow basketball, the Toronto Raptors were in the NBA finals. And so 
they've never been in the NBA finals in like more than a hundred. Like this is the first time they've been in the finals. And that was the first time that a country outside of America has been in the finals. So it's obviously Canada is the only country. So, but they were up three, one. So all they had was one more game to win. And I felt in my heart, they were going to win already. So I was like, yo, they're going to make history. And then we were watching the game. Me and two of my really close friends were watching the game at my friend's house. And my best friend at the time, he was like, dude, how crazy would it be if we were there? <laughs> if we were there right now? And I was like, let's fucking go. <laughs> and he's like, what? What, are you, what are you talking about, man? Like, how <laughs> crazy like that, man? I was like, dude, you can't just like put out an imagination there. And like, not act through with it. If that's something you really want, and that's something that you feel could help, why not? And I'm very impulsive. There's something you guys are gonna need to know about me. I'm a very impulsive person. And so, pretty much after that conversation, after the game one, they had already won three one. We just finished watching the game. We went to a basketball court, and at this time we were still kind of like ruminating on that thought. And got to the basketball court in Sydney. It was like probably like 15 degrees. So for us, Sydney siders, we were freezing our balls off. We had puffer jackets on and everything. (laughs) And we, I picked up the ball. No warm up, no nothing. I shot the ball and it was a swish. And I was like, oh shit, okay. I'm feeling myself. Give me a (laughs) refund, give me a refund. I got the ball. Again, swish as well. I was like, shit. Like, I'm not the best basketball player in the world, but I love basketball. So I got yeah. the ball again, third time, shot it, swish again, like perfect, no, nothing but net. And fourth time, again, swish. And I'm like, holy crap, okay, 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 guys, guys, guys. If I get the next ball in, we're going to Canada, okay? I don't care what you say, we're going to Canada if I get the ball in, okay? Because that's, that's, that's not something, I, I never get four in a row. So I knew that if I get five in a row, that's a sign. So yeah. I was like, hmm. here we go. Give me the ball, give me the ball. Shut the ball, leather on my hands, close my eyes. I'm like, visualize. And then I kiss the ball. And then I look at the net. And I shoot it. And it's like slow motion, man, like frame by second. And I completely miss. Like air ball, don't touch anything. And I was like, one more, 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 one more. So he passes the ball to me again. I shoot it, and it's a swish. I was like, "Yo, we're going." Yeah, and then and then I was like so hyped, so I pass the ball to my friend, and then my best friend he shoots. It's a swish as well. I'm like, "Let's go!" And then the ball goes to my other friend that we watched the game at his house. He got a swish as well, and then the ball bounces to some random old Korean dude that was sitting on the park bench and he's like he shoots it he gets a switch as well I was like dude you're coming to Canada with us man he's like oh man <laughs> like he was so confused <laughs> he was so confused and so to to fast forward a bit the next day we bought a flight the day after we flew out 24 hours landed in Toronto and we went straight from the airport to drop our bags off at our friend's house, went straight to take an Uber downtown to watch game five. So they ended mm. up losing that game. <laughs> they ended up losing that game. Yeah. But 
two days later, when they played in Golden State, they won game six, and the whole yeah. bloody city of Toronto, the whole country was going crazy, man. We had two million going people nuts. on the streets. I, I made it onto bloody uh, uh, national television the next day. I, I looked, I woke up the next day, next morning, and my friend's like, he just turned the news on for some reason. And then we look at the news, and then he's like, dude, isn't that you? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? What the fuck? Because <laughs> I jumped, I climbed uh, a jumbotron kind of thing. And oh, nice. Oh, fuck. I think you froze, bro. Okay, so I okay, so I was on like national television and everything. I was like, this is crazy shit. Like, dude, we were just in Sydney two days ago. We traveled to the past into a different time zone on the other side of the world, and now we're here. We saw Drake like two hours ago. Like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and so that that night was bloody unbelievable because yeah, it was just life. I, I actually got I should post something. I should post a picture because that was hilarious. Anyways, but the next day, sorry, the day before, so we landed, we landed, and then they lost that game. And then two days later, then they won that game, right? But the day prior to that whole mayhem chaos, the day prior, my the person that picked us up from the airport was my best friend's friend from uni because my friend studied in Canada as well. So he came to pick us up and he happens to be a director, right? And at the time he was directing a kind of web series called Code Switch and he needed some extras. And he was like, hey guys, like, would you guys be open to, to be playing some extras as fuckboys? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I'll just be myself. I don't even need to act, right? <laughs> but actually, it's the furthest from the truth because I'm like the most back then at the time I was like the biggest simp. But did you? I'm gonna finish that story. Okay, so so he needed fuckboys, <laughs> and we were like, yeah, yeah, we'll just be ourselves. We don't even need to act. And so that same night, we went to a diner at around 9 p.m. And we stayed until 6 a.m. in the morning filming. And mind you guys, we were 24 hours jet lagged, but I had so much energy. I was like, this is so fun. Like we got free food. We get to hit on girls in front of cameras and we, like people get paid for this thing, man. I do this shit for free. So that was the spark of this whole acting shabazz, whatever you want to call it. And that started this whole journey for me. So when I went back to Australia, like around three weeks from then, it was amazing, man, because I, I started, I quit my job straight away. I had a shitty warehouse packing job. I quit that job and I went straight into acting. I went to go look for an agent straight away. I got scammed instantly. <laughs> so I don't recommend people like just quitting a job and going straight into it. Like acting is not, it's even worse than like coaching or any kind of business. When you start off, man, you really got to do a lot of free work. So you definitely can't pay the bills straight away unless like you're the most, like you look like Brad Pitt and you, you land like some beautiful, like commercial for like, I don't know, $20,000 in your first week. That's possible for sure, but very highly unlikely. And so what's crazy about that story of, of me being so impulsive and buying a, a, a ticket to Canada 
the next day and flying out the day after was that because my grandma, my mom's mom, lived in Ottawa. So I was like, since I'm here, I might as well, I might as well go see my grandma. And I really want to see her and I love her so much. So I went to go see her for the last week before I came back to Sydney. And I remember this so vividly. My uncle parked at the car park of a Walmart and he went inside the Walmart and my grandma was sitting in the passenger seat at the front. I was at the back and I took out my phone. I was like recording us like selfie mode. I was like, grandma, this is not the last time I'm going to see you. And I just like started kissing her and she just started laughing and stuff. But the crazy thing was that it ended up, it did, it was the last time that I got to see her because the next year was COVID 2020 and she passed away from pneumonia. Actually, she didn't pass away from COVID. She passed away from pneumonia and I was just so grateful. Obviously I was, I was torn, torn apart, but now looking back, I'm just so grateful that I made the same, what seemed like to be the stupidest decision in the entire world, the most impulsive, the most nonsensical, the most illogical, irrational decision in my life. But because I made that decision, I got to see my grandma for the last time. And that bonus of me getting into acting, changing my life, that was just a bonus. But the fact that I got to see my grandma for the last time, that was everything for me. So... Guys, I just want to, for all the people listening right now, I want you to know sometimes you got to make those stupid decisions. You got to make those irrational decisions because you got to follow your heart at the end of the day. And there's a reason why your soul is calling you to make a certain decision. So I want to urge everyone to, to follow your heart. And sometimes you just got to take that leap of faith and do the stupid shit. We only live once. Thanks so much for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Make sure to go to the-actualized-self.com and sign up for a newsletter. It's totally free and you get all sorts of exclusive information, highlights from each episode, video clips from guests, and just key lessons and takeaways to boost your creator career. Thanks again for being here and we'll see you next week.